Go Loud presents the Talking Bollocks podcast. Boom! Episode 52 of the Talking Bollocks podcast brought to you by Go Loud. It's me, Terry Flower. It's me, CLB. And it's me, Will I White. <laughs> absolutely good. <laughs> <laughs> Will I, how are you, pal? Living the dream, bro. Great. Yeah. All good. Fresh. Oh, boys. As a batch loaf, first thing of a Monday morning. Right. So here we are. This is our one year, full 360, full rotation, full calendar year, episode 52. So... We're here to celebrate. We're a few non-alcoholics. <laughs> Gonna crack them open now. Will, uh, what you think it is? No, bro. Not into it, Will. No good to me. Thank you. No good to me, bro. No. Not entry. Do you this, Will? Don't like it. It's like giving me a bleeding bag of heroin with no opium in it. <laughs> Pointless. Yeah, Terrence. Cheers, bro. Cheers, bro. Here's Just to the next year. Virtual drink, yeah. Here's Clink. to the next year. Clink. For the next 52 episodes. Yeah. One a year, no pressure. No pressure. Pressure's bro. only for tours and big bras, bro. It's <laughs> <That's> all. <laughs> well, uh, how's things? Things are good, yeah. Everything is all right. Yeah, what have you been getting up? This is the last podcast. Talk to us Yeah, loads of stuff. I was walking the weekend, so I was back gigging. I was in the international bar. Haven't been in the international bar for about four years. Yeah. Uh, had kind of a bit of a falling out with the previous fella that was running it. Made it up since then, you know. And mm-hmm. um, it's kind of sad to see him go because uh, he was he was the backbone of the place. I've got to say that. And um, so I was back in there. It was great because it's raw. If you've never been into the international bar on Wicklow Street, big plug out to the lads. Um, there's no microphones. It's just a stage. So you're just on a stage of no mic. It's a small, intimate room. Everyone listens, and it's a bit of crack, and it's just great. There's no backstage. The lads just stand on the stairs and we have a bit of laugh and you do the gig. And then I was in the laughter lounge. Laughter lounge was a bit different. Um, usually you do three nights, but things are that bad at the moment. I won't mention the word, but <laughs> um, they only done the Saturday night. People pulled because either most people, in my opinion, are confused or afraid with what's going on. So I'm going to take the latter and say most people are afraid. So, you know. All right. Yeah. All right. So... Because it's a one year anniversary, we thought we'd make it light hearted, we'll get someone on to have a bit of laugh. And because we couldn't find one of them, we settled for Willa. Well, now, Willa, you're one of the most requested guests for a part two. So the people that have spoken them, we listened, you know what I mean? So we yeah, said we'd get you back in. Let's fucking disappoint them, so, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> That's what Terence says to me. He says, I says to Terence, the funniest bloke in Dublin, I says, if anyone was to ask me, who was the funniest bloke in Dublin? I'd say, I've got all the phone numbers, so just give me a ring, do you know what I mean? I'll get you someone to eat podcast. <laughs> in fairness, you have, you know, bleeding everyone, will I? Everyone. Yeah, I know a lot of people. Most of them probably don't want to know me, though, do you know what I mean? <laughs> Who's the most famous person you have in your phone book? Um, there's actually a few of them. Right, There'll be go. a few, yeah. Give us your top three. Kevin Bridges. What a legend. What, what a bleeding legend. <laughs> what a man. John Bishop. Hey, give one of them a bell for us. 
Well, come here, right? You know, I'm gonna ask John because John's over next year, and I'm gonna ask him when he pop in. Yeah, yeah. And do it for you. Yeah, Kevin so, Bridges. Uh, I would love Kevin Bridges. Yeah, but Kevin's over next year as well. He's late next year, November. Yeah, and he's a great fella, and he's very obliging as well. So yeah, could say it to him. Last time I went to see Kevin Bridges, uh, Woody Harrelson was backstage. No, uh, in the Dave, in uh, the yeah, tree arena. Yeah, and David Blaine. Not mad. That's madness. Yeah, I swear to God, I went backstage. No, you're trying to actually kill like. Don't hook Jason Woody Hurlton and Terry Lane. Yeah. <laughs> it's Dr. Cool, you know? All right, Woody. <laughs> uh, and David Blaine, I went into the Jacks to go to Jackson when I come out. He just disappeared. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, so I, that's how this episode is going. I know. And you know what? All the stories you're going to tell on this episode, I'm afraid to say fuck off because you caught me with it the last time. <laughs> yeah. And people still text me to this day. Yeah. No, you fuck off. That's and, probably uh, the best one-liner. The best the comeback best. I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. yeah. But before we go any further with that, yeah, we yeah. bring us to get through, yeah, from last week and that, yeah? Do you call it a fist pump or a knuckle touch? When you do that? A fist pump? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a strange one, no? A knuckle touch? Yeah. yeah knuckle that sounds touch. like a fucking sexual act or something, lads. I thought a fist pump did, though. a woman down the knuckle touching. <laughs> <laughs> Knuckle touch, is that what you was calling yeah, it? knuckle touch. Lads, where's that guy? Never heard that in my life. No? A knuckle touch. Yeah, you're touching knuckles. Think no. about it. It's a blade, you're bumping fists, man. Oh, I don't know, well, that sounds more sexual to What's me than that. What's it the bumpers or the dodgems? <laughs> oh, I never heard anyone call them dodgems. They do call them, some people call them, because that's what you're meant to do on them. You're not meant to bump into people. I have a mate of mine, he's a great comedian called Colin McDonald, and he does a great piece about bumper cars and dodgems. It's just over here, as he says, people just want to give you a fucking permanent whiplash when you get into the bumpers. <laughs> it's kill him, isn't it? Yeah. He's always pick one fella out. <laughs> and it's and it's like a load of bleeding lions hunting the bleeding wounded wildebeest, isn't it? You all just come in and smash them. Yeah. In, in England, they're called dodgems because you're meant to dodge them, like, dodge them. Over here, it's like, no, whiplash. Put him into hospital. <laughs> and that belt. You know, if you hated someone you were with, you go, no, no, put it around your neck. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's it. No, it's a, it's a fist pump. Right. <laughs> fist pump, 58%. And knuckle touch, 42%, yeah? New York, sure. Right, so you won that one, yeah? With sauce, do you dip sauce or do you pour it all over? It depends on how I'm feeling, to be honest with you. Some days I pour it all over and some days I put it on the side. Sometimes it depends on the sauce. Red sauce, I'll pour it all over. Some people don't like that I have red sauce with fish and chips and I put the red sauce on the fish as well. Say it ruins it. I don't. My missus's young lad uses red sauce on everything. Yeah. I mean, seriously. Yeah. If you get my roast dinner, it's red sauce. Yeah. Uh, Red sauce, red sauce. Well, you almost like that he'd, as well. He'd have to go into detox and say if there was no red sauce in the gap. <laughs> I'm not joking with you, man. Just red sauce. So do you dip or do you pour? Bit of both. If it's curry sauce, I'll, uh, I would uh, the uh, bottle, i pour it on the side and I'll, I'll dip and pour. Uh, yeah, about? He's on the fence. He's on the fence, yeah. yeah. 88% of people dip and 12% pour all over. Yeah, a lot of people said that they pour curry sauce, but they dip every other. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they dip yeah. every other what sauce. What do you do, Terence? I'd be a dip man, yeah. Or if I, if I had a curry, I'd pour it. And what's your favourite sauce? 
Não, ele. Garlic mayo. Garlic. Não, não. Taco sauce. Olha aí, lá, bora. Yeah. There's a taco sauce posse in Dublin Moon, isn't there? Oh, yeah. Like, oh, maybe. You have to say it like that, don't you? Stick a bit of taco sauce on my Yeah, there is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ketchup. Brown sauce, if it's a stew. Right. Has to be brown sauce. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Garlic sauce, no? Do you know what's up as well? Chipotle sauce. Do you ever taste that? Yeah, oh, I'm fresh with that. Wait a minute. Where is that coming from? The diamond or something? Yeah, mate. Chipotle sauce. <laughs> Chipotle? Chipotle, yeah. C-H-I-P. Chipotle. How would you even spell that? C-H-I-P. O-T-L-E. O-T-L-E. You sure it's not Chipotle or something? No, that's a sausage. No, Chipotle sauce. Yeah, look her up. I'm telling you, will change your life, mate. Change your life. So what does it taste like? It's a bit like taco sauce, yeah. It's, it's taco sauce that went to Trinity. Yeah, the posh taco oh, sauce. Has a degree, has it? Yeah. <laughs> My voice is killing me. I can't keep going with this. We'll get into that now in a second, yeah? But I got into them. Did I 88 and 12%, yeah? The singles are this week, will I? Do you got one? No, I don't. I don't have a zinger. I'm all our zingers, boys. I listen to the, I listen to the podcast. <laughs> and I'd be sitting there going, what are they going to come up with this week? Some of them are lame, like. Yeah, I mean, some of them are just dry. I think, I think it's just, just come up with something now. Would you prefer or would you would you rather this or would you rather that? Because you know, these are our zingers, lads. Oh, 2022 hell. needs to be something like, would you do this or would you do Because zingers are gone, lads. Saturday, they were like, it was one of them. Is it rinsed it? Ah, oh, gone. There's nothing else in the world. Oh, if I know that bad yeah, just like kind of the stupid things that he's doing as a Nike or Adidas or as a, you know, would you rather a bleeding, an Audi or a bleeding Scott or something like that. Or, you know, what was the one that you said there a while ago? Would you rather uh, be an animal? Was that the one you said? No, would you rather talk to animals or know every language on the planet? Lads, we're from walking class areas. We're talking to animals. All that bleeding noise, for fuck's sake. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Oi, and what was the other one? An animal or else what? Talk to animals or what? No, every language on the planet. Or every language, man. Mm. No. Every language. That's what we said, be. yeah. So you can talk to anyone you mean. Imagine being able to go into any country and just speak the lingo. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever got a singer? Yeah. Right. Hope you were. Is that a good one? I don't know, it's a bit deep. Oh, right, well then get me... I'll get my right, shy whenever I... When you're buttering bread, do you put that with a knife or a spoon? Who put his bread with a spoon? See, they went to Central Monastery. What? Because yeah, all the noise got robbed when they were doing robberies in the place. <laughs> they put that with a spoon. Yeah. No, they do, yeah. A lot of delis, a lot of good delis do it like that. Why? Come here, I'll tell you. The, yeah, when we're on the subject of delis, lads, right? <laughs> I know bleeding Donald's and Declan's on Dorset Street is hardcore, right? Best breakfast right. rolls in the land. No, he, 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 ha- he does do a good breakfast roll, right? Yeah. But... Um, I've got a great story about there, actually. Do you want me to tell a quick story? Go on, Malak. Come on. So, yeah, this, is a, this is a true story, right? right? It's true as good God. So one morning about 15 years ago, right? I'd say about 15, 16 years ago, we're walking over in Ranla at the time, and there's me, Shorty. You know Shorty Brain? Yeah. Me, Shorty Brain, right? And another fella called uh, Tony Lamb out of Queen Street, right? Tony Lamb is bleeding mental, right, at the best of times. So we went into Declan's, and we got a coffee and whatever. The boys got something to eat. So Tony's in the back of the car, Shorty's in the Paso, and I'm driving the car. I was only at the learning how to drive. I was driving a, a 1994 Corolla Estate. This thing, I'd say, is still going around. Probably <laughs> tapping for oil somewhere in Lady Town, right? Um, so we're driving along. So we're going up the church. Uh, we're going up, do you know where the, the Brazen Head pub is? Not yeah. that hill as you go up where the Merchant pub is. You cross over the bridge <laughs> after the Bridewell. 
We're going up there. It's a lovely summer's morning. And as we slowed on the bend, there's a fella on a bike and short, he roars out the window, to the, lowers the window down. There's no electric windows on this joke, so he was actually doing that. And he roars out to your man, get up out of that, just as he's going <laughs> by him. And your man kind of goes in a speed wobble. And we're all laughing, me, Shorty, and Tony in the car. So fast forward up to the lights at Bleeding Christchurch. We're all sitting there having a laugh next to all. Turns around, right, a man's knocking on the window where Shorty is. He's going, you think you're fucking funny? I kill you. I, I kill the three of you, he says. He says, no, yeah, what? He says, pull over around the corner. No, around by Bordocks. He's going, pull her out, goes, yes, and next of all, he's spitting Shorty's face, right, which is the yeah, insult yeah. to the century. If you ask me, I'll take a boot in the teeth any day rather than. But he doesn't realise that Shorty has a hot cup of coffee in between his legs, does he? Clicks the lid off and throws it straight into your man's face, right? You might as well throw a glass of Ballygown water at this time. <laughs> the man just goes like that. I'm not joking with you here. Just goes like this, look at Wipes it and goes, come round, I kill. <laughs> so here, he goes off ahead of us on the bike. It was only when he went ahead of us on the bike I realised how big this fella was. It was like one of them circus bikes he was on, right? He was huge, right? I made the decision there and then. I says, lads... I'm not stopping this car. I says, I'm telling you now, Tony Lamb is in the background. I'm going to kill him. I says, well, I'll tell you what, Tony, I'm going to slow the car down to about 30 mile an hour. You jump out and start killing him. I says, I'm going to walk, right? We turns around at the bleeding, at Bordox, right? Your man's up in the path like this, right? Doing all these stretches and all. Throwing kicks, right? So we indicated the pretend I was pulling over beside him, right? Here's your man smiling, going, yes, I'm going to kill this like that, right? We pulled back out then went into the traffic. Your man's on the bike after us, right? So we went in around the back of Dublin Castle. <laughs> Next of all, I looks in the window, there's your man on the cobblestones, right? He's <laughs> coming after us, right? He says, lads, he's in hot pursuit. We're going to get bleeding and killed. I knew when I come round by, by Dublin Castle, uh, if I took the left to go down, kind of up by Wexford Street, them lights are always red. So I took the other right and headed up for Patrick Street. The lights were red, but I done them. I says, I'm doing this. I says, thank God he's gone. Kevin Street looks in the mirror again. He's on us, right? I says, lads, he's on us again, boys. Now, at this stage, I'm like this. This fella's looking for blood. We eventually lost him right up with a bleeding horse, pulled up the top of Camden Street. Oh, the fright I got. I swear to God, I got the car resprayed that day, the whole lot of it. Never came that way again. Oh, stop, man. That's the last time you went to Deco's. Yeah, I made the deco since. <laughs> oh. Decos is a good, is a good, is a really good deli. But I'm gonna tell you it's another, another brilliant one. Don't worry, I'll let you talk in a minute. <laughs> Here, the hog and heifer on Pear Street. Have you eaten over there? No, no. That's the pastrami melt or the New Yorker or the Reuben special. Check it out. Oh, I can't play. Was you? I thought you got a good story there. Oh, no, that's it. It's from the deli. <laughs> Boy, we're gonna wrap her up now. <laughs> oh, I'm sweating off, laughing, I'm crying. <laughs> Where do you go from there? We're, oh, right, anyways, yeah. <laughs> but, we were talking about the spilling. I put that bread for a knife. <laughs> I put that bread for a spilling. I put her with a knife. You don't. Oh, I put that bread for a knife. Right, oh, I put that with a knife, right? Right. Right, we're on knife. Yeah. 
What butter do you use? Oh, don't say I that. need butter. Just yeah, I need butter. Would you eat margarine? Would you eat that? What's margarine, bro? Hey, who's margarine? Yeah. Yeah. Never have margarine. <laughs> no, bro. Is that the butter you put in the press? No, that's oh, that's that butter, that's the joy butter. butter. Oh no, that's that's that butter. Yeah, that's the real that's butter. The what the farm was yours, yeah. But uh, like one of the more singers. So remember, well, you're yeah, right. Bro, I'm not the better that that no. is hell. So do you remember Connor used to do the sound for the podcast for us? Remember Will I when you done your first episode? I think there's a new book coming out for Christmas called Where's Connor? Is that? <laughs> <laughs> it's me neighbour now. We live, we're not too far away from each other now, but uh, his missus, yeah. Got, I was with him a couple of weeks ago and uh, she goes, I have a singer for you. It was a very deep one now. I thought it was going to be odd, this or that, and have a bit of laugh. She goes, would you rather a world without music or a world without dogs? I was like, it's very fucking deep, isn't it? Yeah, it's very, like, like it's not That's very right. similar. No, it's not. I'll tell you something, Roy. I love dogs and I love music, but I love music better than I love dogs. This is what I said, Will I? Roy, now come here. Dogs are great. They're very, very useful. They're great things. Cats... I wouldn't care if I didn't see another cat again. Cats are the most useless creature that will ever come on the earth. Here's the fact. You'll never see a sniffer cat in Dublin Airport. <laughs> You'll never see a goid cat. Imagine goid cats. Be blowing blokes going across your back wall that would like that. <laughs> I do love dogs, but look at come here. I'd rather, I'd rather music than dogs. <laughs> If you stop music, look at all the musicians that we have a walk. Why are you big at Oh, please. Yeah, I take dogs away as well. Yeah, take dogs away. Yeah, mine's best friend. Dogs have got a good use in the world. Dogs are great. Come here, and they're so useful for everything. You know, for people with autism, there's loads of uses for them. Jesus Christ, no music. music. Yeah. yeah. Can you imagine that? Yeah. You wouldn't have been out last night if there was no music. No, and that's, so we were out last night, Terence, for what? Oh, the one-year anniversary, the yeah. episode today, rookie mistake putting the last night, sober hangovers are real, yeah. I'm in a heap. I'm in a jogger. But water. We didn't get an invitation. Any other guests there, lads? Um, no. No. No, there wasn't. Yes, we're all invited. We put it up. No, he was never invited. I was asking Calvin about it yesterday. He was telling me well, DJs and all. There's nothing you're dropping down. And here, do you know the gas <laughs> thing about it? See, last night, my missus was away for the night. It's not that I'm saying she has to be away for me. Oh, it's countless. Yeah, you're not she sound, with No, you, she yeah. sound like that. Come here. It's great. She does her thing and I do my thing. So I'm, yeah. I'm So what's the subject coming down last night? I went home and watched a bleeding, really interesting documentary and I was up early in this morning for walks. So, so you wouldn't have came anyways with that? What are you crying for? It was still nice to get the invitation, <coughs> bro. I was up all over on Instagram. We know you're part from Twitter. It was yeah. on that as well, though. Barred you. Barred out Twitter, bro. What you get barred out Twitter for? How long are you barred out Twitter? I'm barred months. I can't get back onto it. Genuinely, I've tried. I've sent the emails. They're kind of blanking me. Do you know when you do something really wrong on someone and no matter what you do, they're kind of going... Do you know what I mean? They're just walking away going, looking at you like that. That's what Twitter's doing to me at the minute. <laughs> I'm like, listen, here. And they're going to go, don't even look at him. <laughs> don't even look at him. Just pretend he's not there. You can't hear him, nothing. What you do? So I can't go back. Ricky Gervais uh, left, um, left a comment about his 50th birthday party. If you want to pull the tweet up, you can see it. Something to do with his 50 about... Oh, pull it up there. Something to do with the uh, see you next Tuesday word. Right? So... That was it when he was 50. I know he left me. Messages probably still underneath. I read it out. 
And can we ask the listeners, do, do I be, do I genuinely... This is going to be your singer. Should Willa have been barred for this comment off Twitter? Exactly. Right, Willa? Yeah, yeah. You have a number of that, bro? Yeah, exactly. And, and, and come here, lads, it's not... And I did apologise. To Twitter? I, I was, no, no, no. Well, I think Ricky's a comedian. Like, Ricky, you know, it's, actually, it's nothing personal. It's a laugh. Do you know like, Ricky? Now, I don't know Ricky Gervais. I've met his tour manager, Stuart. He was a really, really nice fella. And uh, speaks very highly of him. And, and comedians of the Premier League have speak really well of him. I'd love actually to be in uh, the thing that he done for um, Netflix. What was it called? Afterlife. Yeah, I thought it was brilliant. It was very well written. What was that about? A lot of the comedians? No. Is... No, it was about <coughs> losing his wife to cancer and he's yeah. kind of left behind. But it's real dark kind of right. comedy. But it's very, very, very good and very worth watching, uh, uh, giving her a watch, yeah. Well, I'm no good at finding uh, tweets on Twitter. Can't oh, you know? It. Can't find it. I don't know how to oh. search it. So hey, basically, it. it was something about him being 50 and he, he got a, a mug with a cunt on it or something like that. I know he left a message going, maybe you could move to Cuntsville or something like that. Just a bit of... Bit of, bit of nothing that deep. Nothing, no, nothing. And do you reckon he reported it or Twitter flagged it or something? I'd say Twitter flagged it, yeah. Yeah. And they, they barred me off. I've been barred off an hour probably, probably about three or four months. But you know what the best thing is? Even if, you know what, even if you even if you got the lads to Google when Ricky Gervais's birthday is, while we're having the conversation, they can go back in his tweets and see where he puts it because there's a picture there with like a 50th badge and a mug and all. Yeah. And my tweet should be I'll underneath. If it's his picture, I'll find it. Do you know what I mean? But you know what's funny, Will I? Yeah, people they'll be trying to tag you on Twitter and they'll be tagging some other random Will I? Will yeah, I'd probably lose and walk because of Twitter because people do send me messages on Twitter and ask me to do gigs for them and that, and I can't. Because I'm not, just to let you know, I'm not on Twitter at the minute. Not by choice. Just in case he never said that. Never said that he's part of Twitter. So my point was, it was all over on Instagram though about a night out and you just didn't show up. That's that's a a Am I following you on the, the, I think I only follow you individually on Instagram. Yeah, we still share down there on pages with that. I don't know. Look boys, I wasn't there. I'll be there for the next one, yeah? Do you know what I mean? Well, anyway, we were in 20 tills. We had a little night. Ah, was Great little. crowd. Shout out the 20 tills for hosting it. Shout out to Tom O'Gaffney. And Where the is that? DJing. South Antry. Next door yeah. to 20 trees, is it? <laughs> 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 That's a Calvin joke. <laughs> Fume when I didn't get there before him. Where about, now, where is it in town? 22 South Antry. Uh, 22 South Antry. And why did you just put it on there if he's got a touch? My bathroom everywhere in the north side. Right. Yeah. So he's bringing it to the, to the south oh, side now. The south side. And then we brought a big crowd and anyways, and they were all a gang of legends, so I can't find that to him giving up. And uh, now everybody was bang on, we had a great night. Yeah, it was um, I don't know, he sets us up for another party now, hopefully when things open back up in the new year, probably. Yeah. Why don't you set one up for Paddy's Day, boys? I don't know. <laughs> Not a bad suggestion. Yeah. You should have one every quarter. Paddy's Day. Then there was summer banger, and I've not been looking at your lovely balcony out, so we probably have a couple of nice guests on that balcony out there. <laughs> Get a little backdrop made, just a bleeding, you know, a plastic thing. Yeah. yeah. Do it summer time with the yellow bleeding shades on the shorts, yeah? Yeah. Nice view of the city. Tell you, lads. Fresh. Living the dream here. <laughs> the only new. Yeah. Squatters rights They won't get you out here lads I'm telling you now You should be bleeding Chained to the desk But hey They're doing very well Keeping us in here Because fuck me We're doing well Trying to not get cancelled I'm in a jock My voice is killing me My voice is gone I have to go around The 22 hours after this And get her back <laughs> Right come here Because the one year episode Yeah And I got a camera This one over here Right The one year anniversary episode We right. have a few awards Yeah Right What's the categories So 
First one we're going to do is your personal favourite episode. And Willa, you've listened to the podcast. Right, I'm going to tell you my personal favourite episode. Yeah. My personal episode would be Liam Cunningham. That's a favourite one. Yeah, really, really, really enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, I just thought it was for where he is in life and what he does, he's a very humble fella. Yeah. He hasn't forgotten where he's come from. Mm. He's got plenty of Bob Dylans in the bleeding and Frank and <laughs> he's just a nice bloke. And yeah. he and it shows what it means for him. He like he, he didn't have to do it. Like yeah. anyone that does this, he yeah. didn't he could have just went, ah oh, now you're grand, like but he, he gave us time and he gave a little bit, bit back to the area that he's from. Like, and you know? he, was, he was very good to us in it as well. We did that all of us, you know, man. We were like before we started, we we were on the car and for about a minute or two, and we were saying, look, we're very bloody nervous. We're still only new to this. And whatever. He was like, take us a time. He yeah. said, yeah, I'm here with us until it's over. So relax, yeah. it'll be grand. The was good with us, wasn't it? And we didn't have a clue how to walk, so we were saying, oh, we're going to have to ring you now and then hang up and ring you back. And he's like, yeah, no problem. Take us a time, boys. Yeah. No, he's real one of our own. Yeah. Like, and that's just a normal yeah. fella. No, I, 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 and I'm not just saying that because he's not in Dublin or anything like that. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Lots of other episodes were good, but for me personally, uh, he he was uh, he was the episode for me that mm. I really enjoyed and definitely I just I suppose it was just one of them days I was just in the gaff and you know I just sat down and I listened to him and it was just really it was really nice stuff from where he was from where what he was doing and it just kind of shows you like what you say all the time that anything is possible like yeah like there's a fella that was walking in the bleeding ESB like mm. and just said to himself you know what. I'm not happy doing this. So I don't want to do this. Like you got so many people in life that just get comfortable in the same thing and the fear of change or getting outside that. You know, your dark kind of saying, "Oh, that's a job for life." Don't yeah. Jesus, what you doing, leaving yeah. that or or whatever? Like, and you, sometimes you just gotta you gotta listen listen to your own intuition and just say, "You know what? I'm getting I'm getting out of this. I'll either sink or I'll swim. It's only a job. Like, yeah. don't let a job or circumstances control you in life. If you want to do something." And you have drive and you have passion and you have a bit of belief. Let go and just bleed and see what happens. Like, yeah. Sure, if it doesn't work out, you can go, you know, you get a full refund on your bleeding, on, on your misery where you were beforehand. You know, I don't mean that, I say that kind of lightly misery, yeah. but I mean, you can always go back around. I mean, if you're an electrician, if you take a break for three years, you're still going to be an electrician mm-hmm. in three yeah. years' time. Like, do you know what I mean? If you work for the ESB and you're qualified, you have a qualification in something, I mean, it's still going to be there. So dream big like and reach for the bleeding stars like. Good advice, I mean, there's you was bleeding sitting on a kitchen table there a year ago on a gaff mm. going, <laughs> podcast like, do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> no, no, do you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to go, this will be a bit of crack. And look, look where you are now. In, mm. in a year, in 12 months, mm. he's put in the hard work, he's put in the drive and I mean, it pays off, doesn't it? Realistically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Gaul Look, yeah. Actually, tell the story about Gaul You've Gaul Out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say when we signed? Go louder, go home. <laughs> yeah. So what, the day we got signed? No, wait, how long do I look for us and then to finally the right. phone call and the whole lot? So... You left them on the same for a little while. Yeah, so what, uh, when was it? In the summer? The start of the summer? Yeah, I'm sweating from mm. laughing, I swear to God. So uh, the start of the summer, a few people have reached out to us about uh, taking the podcast to the next level and doing different deals and stuff like that and... We entertained them because we didn't know what where we were going with the podcast, what the next level was. And we met a few, I wouldn't say ropey people, but people that we just we couldn't take it and deals that just didn't suit us and they didn't sit right with us. And we said, you know what? We'd rather still do what we're doing and be happy with that 
then we were in no rush yeah like uh, rather than just taking someone's hand off because they're the only one that's offering her out you know what I mean you want to still be unique and be able to do what you want to do yeah so uh, I get a message on LinkedIn one day and it's from Darden Clearly and he sends me this big spiel or whatever and I was like right but this is off the back of other people sending me bleeding a load of crap so I'm like oh this is another fella whatever. so I said it to Taryn some fellas had to message me blah 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 and I left it and a week later comes uh, any update on this and I was like oh yeah here's your man I forgot all about him so I'm leaving him on scene leaving him on red will I yeah as you do and he goes he was like uh, <laughs> can I yeah uh, can I give you a call and I goes oh yeah yeah like I want to hear what he has to say fuck it and at the same time so I'm walking home right and I was following this page on Twitter to get a PlayStation 5, yeah. This fella, I don't know who he is, I don't know how he knows, yeah. But I think it's just like uh, PlayStation 5 updates or something his name is on Twitter. He knows when every PlayStation in the country goes on sale. <laughs> but, but it is. PlayStation 5's update. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, he knows every every piece of stock in this country, he knows when it goes on sale. So, uh Gets a notification, he goes, GameStop is live. I was like, all right, lovely. So I'm there in the queue waiting to put my details in. The phone rings and he's like, oh, hi, how are you? Uh, Darden here and this is what we wanted to do with, with your podcast. We think he's like, great. And I'm like, yeah, no, but I'm trying to put my bank details in and all, <laughs> do you know what I mean? So I make sure I'm not putting in the details wrong. So I get to PlayStation 5 and then I was like, yeah, yeah, what are you saying? And he's like, do you want to come over for the meeting next week? And I was like, yeah, yeah, grand, I'll go over. And then I was like, Turning to my day, we're going to uh, meet with a fella there next week. So, I said, what's it about? Like, what was he saying? He said, thanks, I'm not going to lie to you, I haven't a clue. You know I didn't what I know said, lads? I just said he is really interested in taking us. And if he went, yeah, I'd have went, right, give me a credit card. This PlayStation 5 and we'll come over next week. No, but then we come over, me and him, and I don't know, I always slag him about it because I always say, you, you undersold it over the phone and through the messages. But when we got here, it's like they rolled the red carpet out. It was just... He was like the, the man with the bag of magic beans, was he? Basically, the second half, the second the lift doors closed, I looked at Terrence and I was like, we're signing that deal. Like we knew before the doors even closed, that was it. We're signing the well, deal. Come here, when you, know, you know it's right when you know it's right, don't I you? I felt right. And that, that's why he was saying, we went to all that place and something wasn't right. And no. when we left, how we were like, this is the one. No, this, know this, that is, this is great. Like, I mean, like nothing has changed. Only, obviously, he's got a deal. He's got really good surroundings. I met the lads on the way in. The sound, except a man that doesn't tip the barber. Right? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm only joking. Come here, he's sound as well. But I'm saying you've got a great deal. You don't have to cross your tears. You don't have to dot your eyes. You are who you are. Mm. You have control over the guests. Yeah. You have control over the chessboard, basically. Do you know yeah, what I mean? The best they just the put a better chessboard in front of you. Yeah, yeah. The boys Do you know what I mean? Like, come here, that wasn't in the barbers when I was down there. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But, but you know what? It's like you say as well, Terrence. Don't knock the hustle like yeah. because you you graduate. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You go from kitchen tables and you go to somewhere else and you're kind of saying, well, where is it all going to end up? And I mean, you can't end up in a bleeding better place than this. No, I genuinely... Like, let's, let's, I mean, it's, it's, you walk in, the lads are sound, you're made feel at home, you want a coffee, chill out, everything is grand and it's like, there's just no pressure, like, it's no. effortless. That's why and, people ask us sometimes, do you prefer the before go loud or now? 
And I'm, what do you think? Like, right. look at the place. Yeah. I think it's only when you come in, you realise, look at this cameras, fucking, this big screen, the boys yeah. are legends. And the you best part is... Shed, they're just like us, like... When you and walk I'm not out. getting paid, I have to say that <laughs> No, do you know what I mean? No, but it is. It's, and yeah. and it's, like, it's like most things in life, I think, for everybody. First impressions will always last. Like, you knew the minute you walked in here, the first time you met these guys, these guys, you were kind of going, and I'm sure your head was going, this is bleeding too good to be true in yeah, a sense. And was, he was yeah. probably saying the same thing when he's going the lift you a coin of going, we, we can't not take this. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, and, and opportunity sometimes doesn't knock twice. No. It comes once, like you get you, they probably said to you, look at we need to know boy when whenever on news are going, we know already. Like, yeah. Do you know what I mean? But we sometimes know. you have to do a Fonzie and just play it real clear. Yeah. Oh, we let you yeah. know, yeah. like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like you can get, well, I think we come up on a Wednesday, he's like, if you let me know by next Wednesday, look, we knew bleeding twenty yeah, minutes yeah. after, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. I think we told him on the Tuesday then. Ah <laughs> oh, yeah, we'll take it. Yeah, fuck yeah, it. Yeah, oh sorry, it. I forgot all of yeah. you. Oh yeah, was it yeah, yeah. No, but you know the best part of the lie is what I love doing is when we put this mic down now and we wrap it up, we don't have to worry about it. I know the boys are going to scrub it up, they're going to put it up, they're going to upload it, everything's going to be sweet. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas before, we were like, make sure that sounds all right and we're fucking like, oh, did you upload that? And all, what will I say here? You know, shit like that. It's like the Premier League of podcasts. I mean, I was listening to James English earlier on and uh, he doesn't even have a setup like this. No. I mean, he has a great podcast. Yeah. He's got a great following. I like him. I like what he does and he's very much kind of in the tone as yourselves that... Yeah, they are the pe people that are doing the interviewing, but I mean, it's like you just, if someone's talking, you just sit back and go, let them talk. Let them. Let them. And he's, he was like that. I was listening, to, he, I don't know whether he's heard this one, but it was about your man, um, Billy Kenny. Did you hear the that one? The Everton? Oh, man. I watched that. It's unbelievable. I've seen, I haven't watched it. I, I, know the one I actually know the fella that owns the, the shop where he has the Transalpino, uh, Hoodie on oh, over in Liverpool, yeah, yeah Jockey, yeah. At the end, Vegas. Yeah, yeah. Mean, but I mean, like, that just, I mean, that's a story of bleeding. It's a story of heartache, really, when you think about it. Like, yeah. And addiction, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Back to the, your favourite episode, Terence. Oh, yeah, yeah. My personal favourite one, I'd probably have to say, uh, it's up there, I have to give on Brendan a shout out as well, because John McGuckin, I'd have to say John McGuckin part two. So Owen Brennan kept suggesting Joe for weeks. You should get him, you should get him, you should get him. And he says, right, we'll have him. And then we got him and two unbelievable. I thought it was very good as well. Yeah, yeah. No, really enjoyed brilliant. it. He, uh, I suppose in a sense, I can really identify with it as well because he opened himself up like I did yeah. in the first episode. It's like you do your own live autopsy, don't you? You just mm -hmm. go scalpel and you just pull your two bleeding ribs back and you go, this is me. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? And there's no kind of worrying about, it's kind of like fuck what people think. Fuck what people say. Do you know what I mean? This is this is it. Like, it's normalising speaking out, but yeah. isn't it, Willa? Yeah. And that's what I loved about it. He literally opened up and it was just a... Yeah. yeah. But it's top. It's very, very top. Men's mental health is topical. I was talking about it and talking especially about the construction industry at the moment. Like, it's... People do not talk about it. I mean, there's fellas... I worked on a site there bleeding a few months ago um, and a fella came in and a bleeding Monday morning and took his own life on the site, like... Do you know what I mean? Never got the. I think the, the CIF, the Construction Industry Federation, and the construction industry, on the whole, needs to have a specific number or a specific helpline for construction workers in construction, because there's loads of drugs on construction sites. People have problems on them. Blokes like to walk around their Snickers and tell you, "Ah, oh, now everything's the killed, sound, man. bro." Yeah. You know this, that, and do that. Image and ego is it comes hand in hand with a safe pass and a manual handling cert. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? 
it's like a man's kind of world. But yeah. People suffer. People can put on a mask and say, look, on ground, everything is cool and this, that, and you know, when they're really bleeding, dying inside and afraid to say anything to anybody. Yeah. You know, because people think you're less, you know, if you're kind of say that you need help, it's kind of sensed as a, seen and sensed as a weakness, like, you know, when it's not really. Mm. I think strong people ask for help mm. and strong people tell you that there's something wrong to address it and kind of just go, look, I'm, I'm struggling here, like, I'm, I'm in deep and, Especially with addiction, like whether it's gambling addiction, whether it's drinking addiction, whether it's sniffing, whether it's tablets, whether it's something like that, all plays a factor in people's mental health, you know? Mm-hmm. It's a good way to look. And that's one of the main reasons why I love that as well, because you said in the force, I think it was, something about hiding behind the tears of a clown, because you're yeah. Canadian. Yeah. And then you, you don't know any of that going on, so that would be the main reason. Everyone thinks he's that. this happy-go-lucky fella. Because he is, but he is that as well, but you don't see the problems. And then when he says them, you're like, fuck me, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. I think, I tip my hat to the fella. I've never met a bloke in person, but I think you kind of, when you do episodes like that, you feel as if you know him. Yeah. Do you know, at the end of it, like, you kind of go, you know, you just tip your hat to blokes like that, and you say, well, fair play to That's It's not easy. You know, it's easy to come in here and have a laugh and tell everyone, oh, yeah, and I'll tell you about this. But, I mean, when you really peel the whole bleeding thing back and you go, well, look, this is really what's going on. Like, it, it kind of, you've been, you're showing your vulnerability, but you're also showing that, look, it's actually all right to talk, lads. Yeah. Look, if I can come on a platform like this and tell people, whatever, it's all right to pull one of your mates aside. Someone that you trust and someone that you kind of know has your back to say, listen, oh, things aren't good with me. So that's what I'd say to people, the way things are at this time of year, especially Christmas. Christmas is a big day for people. I always say to people, you've nothing to worry about. And you go, what do you mean? I say, we're not a fucking talkie, like. Do you know what I mean? Like, so don't be worrying. You'll get over Christmas. Do you know what I mean? Things will be all right. It's only one day of the year. Yeah. And it's a, it's a sellout for what it's worth. Like, it's just yeah. a money it's a scam. It's build up, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, it's hey, a yeah. money scam. And I mean, hey, all the families and all the people that genuinely don't have it yeah, to give pressure. to their kids that put themselves into debt with loan sharks and go to, you know, and borrow themselves up to the eyeballs because their kids want top-of-the-range bleeding jackets or top-of-the-range runners or whatever. Do you know what I mean? How, how do you do that? Like, you know, mm. it's, a, it's, a, it's a material... It's a material goods extravaganza is exactly mm. what Christmas is. I think we lose the whole point. And not that I'm a... A Catholic or anything like that. I am, and by any stretch of the imagination, I'd be more spiritual than I would be religious. But I think everyone just tends to forget what Christmas is actually about. Like, I mean, when Jesus was in the manger, like there was no one there with a PlayStation Five. Do you know what I mean? Or a pair of bleeding Nike Air Max and a can of the goose jacket. Going, look at again, you saw it. Yeah, everything's killed. We're going to party tonight in Club Twenty Two. Like, there was none of that. There was a smell of donkey shoe and bleeding, a birth of a child. That was something special in the world. And it's, it, it was nothing about that. People just forget about it. But we're human beings. We think we have needs. Advertising will tell us, you know, you need to get this and you need to get that to be cool. You need to have them runners because everyone will think that you're cool and all that. When realistically, man, you don't. You can get by on what you have, like, you know. We all have wants. Well, you got to remember that every day your needs are met. I grew up every morning, there's food in the fridge. Do you know what I mean? There's bleeding tax and insurance on the car and whatever. Yeah, we all like nice stuff. We all like new runners and we all like new tracksuits and jackets and whatever it might be. But realistically, when you separate your wants and your needs, it's, I mean, I was in Soyuz the other day down the road and I went in and it's putting me in there is like putting someone with a bleeding sweet addiction into a shop and there was loads and loads of runners and I had a particular pair of runners on me and it wasn't the price and I, and I just kind of got a moment and said to myself, 
And I had a voucher, by the way, as well, for 100 quid. So my head is telling me straight away, these runners are only 50 quid because they're 150 quid. They're not. The vouchers are 100 quid. They're still 150 quid. Yeah. And and the manager in there says me, he says, me, well, I know I'm well, like, he says, me, well, I don't buy them. He says, come in the sales. Come in to give me the heads up, like. But I mean, I wanted them runners. I didn't need them. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Do you know what I'm saying? That's like, yeah. I wanted them. Yeah. And I just walked out of the shop and I actually felt bleeding all right. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And I'm one of these last minute fellas on Christmas. I go in. Like my missus is so organised. Do you know what I mean? She's done, dusted, and loads of people are like that. I'm not. I love the chaos. It's yeah. like that. You know that painting the scream? You know yeah. what I'm standing? I'd be like that in the middle of Henry Street. <laughs> Just go in and get people a voucher or whatever. I want you thinking of them. I want you doing something. Yeah. And Christmas for me is all about family. People getting together that you haven't seen for years. Catching up with them. Telling your family that you bleed and love them. Do you know what I mean? And, and, and making it special. Because you know what, lads? Nothing's fucking guaranteed. You don't know who at that table is going to be there next year. And that's the fucking harsh reality of it. So tell someone that you mm. love them this Christmas. Do you know what I mean? And bleeding, squeeze them that little bit harder when you're hugging them because tomorrow's not promised. You're in the present and the present is a gift. That's why it's called the present. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. This message is brought to you by William White. <laughs> <laughs> William T. White. <laughs> Fuck me, you went on a tangent there. Yeah, yeah, just ran off on one. Yeah, yeah right, I love that. Yeah, yeah. Can't do it at home, I get stopped. <laughs> Stop that shit. <laughs> Nip that Pass the, the sauce. <laughs> <laughs> Have you got a person to play for the episode? Uh, yeah, uh, I say to everybody, someone who's never listened to the podcast, I always say the one episode to go that, we all, that I think sells the podcast the best is uh, the one with your man, mm-hmm. uh, 23. Yeah. Episode 23, just with my... We're all numbers, aren't we? We're just a number. Yeah. You, you, sir. Me and Terrence are... No, we don't want your name. We just want your number. Yeah. What number are you on the podcast? Yeah. <laughs> Says number 20 over there. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, but the one with your man, Terrence, and uh, I was only saying that someone the other day, there was a moment in it, and it was the one, this moment that took me aback. And I know we always talk about, like, how hard it was because you were in the room, but... Just where she's talking, like she's pouring it all out on the table and she's talking about all the things she's done wrong in her life that she regrets and how much she hates herself for it. And then she just looks at you and she just goes, and I'm sorry. And I was like, oh my God, like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I can't believe I'm witnessing this. And yeah. I, uh, it was just, it, it, it was magic, you know what I mean? Mm. And it, uh, like I always say, it was, it's the best piece of the podcast that's, that we have across the 52 episodes. And that's no disrespect to everyone. Because I just said, well, uh, no one has to come on this podcast. Oh. And even people that we've had on, and we've had arguments and disagreements, and we don't see out to everybody. But I respect them for coming on, <clears throat> and you don't have to do it. But that one moment, it was just, you couldn't put a price on it, you know what I mean? Yeah. And you couldn't write it either, because uh, yeah. it was the most genuine thing. It was a mother who had a broken heart, and how she thought she'd heal it is if she got the forgiveness from her son. And he's sitting there in front of it, you know what I mean? But I think you already forgive her. Yeah, I did. Because I personally think, and I listened to that one myself as well, I think sometimes people don't, and it's like, I I done a lot of that stuff, like when I was using and when I was taking drugs, I done terrible things on my family, like, do you know what I mean? And when I went then and made amends to them, do you know what I mean? I had a list, like, and I went to people and I just said, look, I says, I'm sorry for doing this and I'm sorry for doing that. And it's like, it's like, I think people... It's sorry is just a word, like, I think if you show people and they see that you're sorry, and you see the way your mom has been the last 
good few years that she doesn't need to say that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You now look at, come here. Boy, why are you telling the story? Look what you're doing now, like. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And, and, and it's about what's going on now. Because, I mean, and it's the same like what I talked about the present. Like, we can't do anything about yesterday. We can't do anything about an hour ago. That time goes. Do you know what I mean? Time just keeps moving on. You hear people all the time, you say to them sometimes, what are you doing? And they go, I'm killing time, like, you know what I mean? No, time's killing you, man. Mm. Do you know what I mean? We're all only here for a time, like for a certain amount of time. And then you're penciled in upstairs to how you're going, when you're going, and what date you're going. And there's no avoid, avoiding fate. That's what I'm saying. Like, so your, your ma, in, in my opinion, has, has has been sorry for a long time. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. We can all do, do this thing and go, sorry, I'm sorry. How many sorries do you need to bleed in here? Mm-hmm. Like, you'll know when people are sorry, they stop doing what they've been doing. Yeah, yeah. All the yeah. time. Do you know what I mean? And Definitely. your mama stopped that. Yeah. And she's an amazing woman. Mm. Well, she must have been the bleeding, rise of bleeding. <laughs> Smashing you, <laughs> look at yourself. Smashing you, look at your brother, sure. <laughs> Right, mad deep there again, boys, yeah? Deep. Yeah, who was the best dressed guest that we had on? As in, who came into us? Who best came dressed. Who came the best dressed and sat in that chair? So, so. Ah, That's it, so, on to the next one. Yeah, right. Yeah, come here, listen to me. I'll take me hat after that bloke, right? He wears what he wants to wear, right? We wear what others are wearing. We are in the flock, right? We're running with the bleeding labels, yeah? <laughs> Soso don't give a rat. Soso is outside the pack looking at everyone going, this is what I'm wearing. Do you know what I mean? Like, and, well, I, and I take my hat off well, well, uh, to so, I give him the best and the worst dressed at the same time, if that makes sense. <laughs> so he's the West dressed. Yeah. <laughs> who's so the East dressed? I'm giving him the best and the worst at the exact same time. So who's the best dressed? And you have to bring the women into this as well, because the women are very trendy. Yeah, right. So who's the best dressed? Imagine me now on a pair of ski pants, lads. I don't know. I don't think anyone ever come in. <laughs> I tell you, I've been up on wars with that. We tell you, my old cellmate used to yeah. stick them on me. <laughs> Some bowl of soup on the willa, fella. Some guard of a troll. <laughs> come here, I don't think someone's ever come in and they left, like... He was blading some girl up on him. Other than Sosso, obviously, but like that that comes with a package with Sosso. Yeah. Now, if I'd have known this award was going around now, I'd have played and come in sharp as a Mac tree off the stalls and energy. Yeah. <laughs> Do you ever use them yokes? No. Half your jaws be in the sink. <laughs> and blade snowed Mac trees, man. Give them the sun when you hate for Christmas. <laughs> Telling you now, man, you're getting plastic surgery after these things. <laughs> Skin grafts. Right. So who's the best dressed Terence in your opinion? It's also and the worst. Roy. Yeah. Okay. Why'd you look confused? No, 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 he's either the best or he's not the best. No, he is. Do you know what I mean when I'm saying that? Yeah. Yeah. He's uniquely dressed. He's the most funky. But yeah, I wouldn't put it on me. Do you get me? The first time he came on, what was he wearing? Was he wearing dungarines? No, what was he wearing the first time he came on? He, he wore something mad. Something, yeah, funky as well again, yeah. And then the second time he came on was better. He was dressed better, but yeah. worse. Yeah, at the same time. I, but I think, personally, I think Sasso is a stylish, right? I'd say if so, if you told Sasso, listen, we're going somewhere. Same right, if we're going somewhere, Sasso. I want you to bleed and knock her out of the park here. Stick something on really smart. I'd say the man knows how to dress. 
If you give Sosso a few Bob Dylans and send them into James Brown and says, Right, knock yourself out there and dress yourself sharp, like a sharp dressed man. I'm telling you now, man, he tone heads. He knows how to dress. Right, Melvin off Sosso. That's some plug he's at the end now. Who's the who had the best haircut? It's not this show, lads. I calm this with a rock. You want the best haircut? Chrissy yeah. Dignam was fresh. Yeah. Get Dignam. Come out. Who the best haircut? Chrissy Dignam. Did he, yeah? He was fresh. Get Dignam was fresh. Yes, Christy's a good dresser as well. Yeah. Christy wears nice treads. You know yeah. Christy fella, yeah, don't you? Yeah, Christy very well, yeah. Christy Dignam, Christy's yeah. a good bloke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Great that was a That was actually a great podcast as well, lads. Yeah, good yeah, story behind say, that one. Christy, yeah, Christy was up there with them. That's yeah. my brother's favourite, Gavin. Gavin yeah. loves Christy's and Brian Penny's. Yeah, tell him, tell the story about Christy Dignam's one, will we? So, uh, yeah, we agreed to do it. And again, so the, the reason, sorry, Will, when you were talking earlier, you said something about the barbers to hear. So, for anyone that hasn't listened to Will's episode, we done it in a barber shop because we had nowhere else to do it. I'll take you to the barber shop. <laughs> <laughs> so, when Chrissy's episode rolled around, uh, he invited us up to his house to do it. And uh, we brought all the material up, the, the mics, the st- now the stands, the wires, the amp, everything in it except the mics. Everything but the mics. Like the one the one job, yeah, the one job. Like so you can forget a stand, you can forget a wire heard in there. A fucking microphone. Had Christy no mics in the gaff? No, no he, yeah, didn't. he did. When you left me, obviously I was stuck with Christy, then Calvin had to fuck off back down to the diamond from his gaff. I won't say where he lives, of course. But I was I was sitting there then with Christy in the gaff and tell us you're having a heart, the heart. We did a full podcast on our own. Calvin yeah. was gone for hours. He ends up saying to me, I have well, mics I, up yeah. there. Did uh, all round trip it should have took 50 minutes I was up and back in 20 foot to the floor D1 driving skill you want to check me out neighbor speed but, but imagine that getting a fight at the Christy Dignam's house to the old podcast and Calvin just do you know how long I know Christy how long I know Christy since the very beginning of Aslan because my best mate at the time his brother was the old bass player a fella called Tony McGuinness mm. who wrote a lot of Aslan songs as well yeah. And uh, so I know them since like the very beginning of time. Joe Joel used to walk with me there. Uh, Alan Downey on the drums. I only know him from the band and Billy. But I know Christy and obviously the old bass player since the since they started, since time. Like. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? What an amazing band. The boys like. yeah. Yeah. Isn't the iconic? Great. Iconic, yeah. They are. They have a, a cult following as well. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I mean, any of them tunes that get into the, the UK charts. Think yeah. about it. Some of them, them tunes like... Mm. But he burned the ears off you while he was gone, oh, didn't he? Oh, like a rash of oh, he can podcast. talk. Oh, he can talk. we can talk for Ireland, that fella. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah. I loved it. I just kept on sitting there going, I'm sitting here in Christy Dignam's gaff. And he's burning the, the air off him. He's very interesting. He's yeah. very, very down to earth yeah. as well. He's a buzzer. There's no ears or graces and he's very funny. Yeah, yeah, he's a character. He's very, very he ripping funny. us yeah. over. Yeah. Ripping us over. Yeah. No, I need, and we're there, like, you know, real timid, trying to be polite and all, like, and he's lacing us out. I wonder if Catherine caught his hair from him. She probably does. Does she? She probably does. Yeah, well, she's oh. a hairdresser. Yeah, he's, he's constantly fresh. Yeah. Constantly fresh. But get taking the best haircut. And that's all. Start it. Yeah. Did we not have, who's the, the worst fighter? <laughs> Mick Conlon. Mick Conlon, yeah, 100%. <laughs> he's not have to do best footwear. Oh... Best footwear. Lads, you are into blading trainers, like, so you must be looking at someone's men's feet. Not, not a lot of people come in wearing the runners. 
Yeah. Do you get me? Like, we have people on here coming in here and winkle pickers and all. Yeah. Chester slices and all that. Do you know, Coffee John McGuckie hit the eye of a beetle with these young brothers. <laughs> Do you know what I mean, Joe? New Balance are trendy. The 337s are nice. We're in this now, but the runners on the other hand now. You have to be a dad to wear the runners. Yeah. No, the new, have a look at the new 337s, lads. Yeah. I don't like the tone of the New Balance because they're very roundy. Yeah. The old stuff, but I'm saying the three three sevens, which we missus was actually looking at last night. She's looking at a lovely muscle pair. They're actually nice. They're a nice trainer. No, New I agree with you. have been around for a long time. Yeah, man. yeah. Me dad used to always wear them with that, mm. and I used to always yeah. give him stick. What are they ends on the side of them? And I'm talking back in early two thousands, yeah. ninety nine. Like what are they end on the side, and then they come out over here, and everyone had them. New Balance, yeah. There's loads of there's runners out. Well, that used to be out there and out. Anymore, it used to be good. Kangaroos were a good runner. Do you ever hear the kangaroos? Bouncing around on them. Google bang them, boys. They're a few quid as well. Kugel They're not bang cheap. Bang yeah, them. kangaroos and uh, Avius, A-V-O-E-A, is another old school trainer as well, which I haven't seen in a long, long time. But kangaroos and Avia, A-V-O-E-A, they're called, yeah. Nice trainers. Mm. Right. Boxed off. That's the awards, son. Yeah. The awards for the year, done and dusted. We were going to do the best and the worst, but it's a bit harsh, isn't it? Well, we just nah, pick worst. Worst for you, I'm Mick Conlon. Come here, listen. <laughs> Podcasts are like bleeding bottles of wine. Some people like certain bottles, other people don't. And the variety is what keeps this going. Yeah. Not everyone's going to... Some people's worst could be some people's best. And some people's best could be some people's worst. Yeah. And that's that's why the variation is always good. Yeah. Yeah, well, anyone bleeding, it seems anyway kind of interesting at all. And I'm sure after this year now, come here, next year's going to be a big year, yes. Yeah, well, we have big planned, will I? Yeah, of course you have. Yeah, mm. big things planned. Yeah, big things planned, big things happen, Terence. Mm. Yeah, we have merch coming soon. Merch's on the way, live yeah. shows. Live shows. Hopefully we'll have yeah. it. Yeah. Well, see, the thing about live shows is you don't know with the way restrictions are going, so it's very hard to plan in the future because you want to you don't want to plan too far ahead but you want it to happen as soon as possible then it might get changed so live shows aren't in the works so you know what I mean I think a Paddy's Day show would be a great show and a bleeding a number 22 part and after two party yeah. think about it diddly right. round two and 22 they were all up around bleeding St. Patrick's got a couple of real Irish kind of guests on I don't know throw a name out there good Irish traditional singer Damien Dempsey mm. maybe have him on a Paddy's Day or Sinead O'Connor or someone kind of like that and then that night bleeding up to 22 and bleeding, yup, mm. let it loose. <laughs> what do you think about the last year? What do I think about it? Yeah. In what sense? Like, just sum it all up. Do you ever try to reflect on it? Yeah. Like what's had to happen? But I, yeah, I can't. It's only when someone, it's only when I so, say certain things sometimes to people and their reaction, I go, fuck me, that must have been big. Yeah. So like uh, when you, like, if someone who hasn't listened to the podcast and they, and they say, well, who, who had just gone on that, like, now you say, like, Liam Cunningham? Yeah. And they go, what the fuck? Yeah. And sort of like, Jesus Christ, like, that actually is a huge name and things like that, you know what I mean? But I don't really, I don't reflect often enough. Yeah. Do you get me? I don't think you give yourself enough time to reflect because, like, once this episode is done, it's like, right, who's next? But no, that, I, that I, is what it is for yeah, us. Yeah, but I also think as well that you don't, really see how far you've come it's other people that see how far you've come mm. yeah, you don't yeah, realise yeah. how good you're doing until other people actually say it to you yeah. do you know what I mean when realistically like you're fucking flying like yeah. do, do you know what I'm saying mm. like, and I mean it's been a mad year for you in mm. more ways than one yeah. considering where you were at the beginning of the year and where mm. you were living yeah. and, and the progression with everything and where you are now man I mean mm. Jesus I remember me and you like 
it seems like I know you for years, like, I know, and I yeah. only know you a few months, like, do you know what I'm saying? But at the same, yeah, no, but you know what? Come here. We, look, I'm not, we, we all need someone to talk to. Maybe sometimes we need it just to talk to believe in him. Yeah. So it's a two-way thing. It's not about me kind of ringing you up and seeing how you are or whatever. Because well, you met me in a mad time, though. You met me in the time of all that you, when I was No, do you know what? I met you when I was meant to meet you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like fate, it's, it's like fate, isn't it? You just yeah. you meet people when you're meant to meet yeah, them. And manifest that's, it. And that's yeah. it. Like, but come here, great things, <laughs> great things have happened for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And great things will happen for you as long as you continue to do what you're doing. Mm. Stay off the yard of Scargill. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Stay away in the bleeding Bolivian marching powder. Like, mm. Things yeah. you don't need to no. stay away, man. No. You're bleeding fresh ass. Yeah. God fresh. Has fresh his life pr- in fresh, order. Fresh Prince of Dublin one. Yeah. I, I left 20 tills last night with that, yeah. And everyone's like, where are you going? I goes, I don't have to get me cramped. They're like, you're going to drive. I said, you're not listening to the bleeding podcast. You know I don't drink. That's my favourite song by uh, Ting. Do you know that? By, um, what's his name? The Irish singer with the beard. The red Glenn beard. Hazard? No, no. no. Oh, uh, Gavin James? Yeah. Did you ever hear that song, 22? Yeah. Oh, stop, man. It is a good tune. Bring a tear to a bleeding glass, oi. Yeah, it's a good, <laughs> it's a good tune. It's a great tune. Yeah, it's a good tune. But, um... On the no. subject of songs, Calvin. Oh, uh, hang on, I'll come back around there. <laughs> <laughs> no. Calvin's getting stolen. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, like, in the last year, right, it's a weird one because, like, we have a podcast and I know... A lot of people joke about it, saying like, "Ah, oh, Blade never has a podcast now." But I never, I never noticed that how many podcasts actually was out there because I used to listen to loads, still do. And then you realise, like, when you look at the charts, just many is on Spotify. Spotify have like two hundred in that chart, yeah. and then there's X amount thousand more. And then you realise, like, your names up there, and you're looking, Joe Rogan's up there, Tommy Turner's up there. Yeah, <laughs> well, you know what I mean, and it's like, yeah, yeah, these are people who are known that have a podcast, yeah, yeah. and then me and Terence are known for having a podcast, do you know what I mean? Yeah, but it's a podcast by the people for the people, I know, and that's why, and that's why people strongly identify yeah. with it because do you know what I mean? Like, is a like, you are just ordinary youngless next door, like, do you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, no disrespect, Tommy is a great person, but people know Tommy Turner is. People knows who Joe Rogan is. Do you know what I mean? Like, nobody 53 weeks ago knew who Calvin O'Brien was mm. or knew who yeah. Terence Power was. Yeah. Guess what, motherfucker? They do now. Yeah. <laughs> and, but that's the thing, when we started it, it was all the show. I, with this work came into my head yesterday, yeah? When we started it, it was to show people that there's people like us out there that can do well. That you can't typecast us all, but not all destined to be uh, bad eggs, right? No. And I think we turned the corner, right? So that's what we are trying to do there. I think it was to show people like us that there's better versions of us out there who you can be. And now what we're doing is we're showing that was the people inside, we're showing outside. Now we're showing the people outside who we are. Do you know what I mean? So there's people inside their circle in these walking class areas, we're showing them, look at it. There's a bigger world out there. We, we're just a small percentage of that. Don't be fucking, don't be bet down with these negative uh, stories you heard about these areas and you're not good enough for school and you're not good enough for that job. You can and we're bringing on these people who've had it hard and they've turned their life around, you know, well, uh, and now what we're doing is we're showing people outside. Oh, two young I'm in the city Dublin, working class young didn't have the best of educations, didn't have the best upbringings, mm. yeah, didn't have the best experience in life. And they had Hill on that podcast. <clears throat> they had Roddy Doyle on. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like what I said the other night. Like, <clears throat> I, I, 
was actually saying on, on, on stage in the laughter lounge that I left school with no qualifications whatsoever. And sometimes in life, you don't need qualifications or a piece of paper to, to get you through life. You can get through life fairly comfortable with, with no qualifications. Come here, qualifications and pieces of paper do help. But I mean, there's people, there's entrepreneurs in this world that have cultivated businesses and fortunes for themselves with no education but whatsoever. Of course, like, you have a better chance with yeah, education. To, with, though, definitely. You're like, I'm not sitting here telling any teenager or not that's yeah. listening to this like I firmly believe and I was only saying it to my daughter the other day in the car mm. she's 14 years of age and I, I'm saying to her look at get educated yeah. do you know what I mean get yourself a good job something that you want to do you know that you don't feel like you're walking that you're doing travel the world go and see different cultures meet different people do you know what I mean and, and then come back and settle down and have a couple of kids and do, and do what you need to do yeah. But, but yeah definitely I, I, I certainly Say yeah, get educated. But what I'm saying to you is, in some circumstances, it's all it, no, all. it's definitely not. Yeah, definitely not. Mm -hmm. Yeah, hundred percent, I agree mm -hmm. with that. And if you think of the things that we touched on, do you know what I mean? It's mad. There's like, there's not many topics we don't talk about: addiction, crime, education, gentrification, sport, fashion, comedy. We've had success, politicians, every all sorts of people journalists. on this journalists. I was everything. only thinking about who there earlier. It's mad. I don't but, mean to address her like that. Yeah. I mean, she has a job. She does her job. Yeah. Her papers, her, her, her column sells. Come here, she's, she's made a life out of it. Do you know what I mean? Yet the stuff that, that she's written that we don't agree with because of where we come from and wherever. But I mean, look at, come here. Who, who are we to agree or to disagree mm. with stuff? What is that, Do you know what I mean? It's, yeah. put, it's, paid, it's paid our mortgage yeah. and it's put food on our table. And I know there's probably blokes going, oh, yeah, hang on for a minute. Yeah. But there'll be, there's always going to be people like that. Yeah, she, do you know what I mean? She stopped me on the street a few weeks ago. Did she? <laughs> yeah. I mean, do you know what I, do you know what I say to her? And, I, and I'd be straight up with you. I tip me hat to her. She had the balls to go, do you know what? I'm going on the podcast. And right. that's what I said. She could have she could have turned it down and, and said, went, I'm yeah. gonna get roasted here by the two it is. She didn't. She came in, come here, just put questions to her that people wouldn't put to her. Do you know what I mean? She she but put her cards we on the table. We're not in here to roast anybody. No. It doesn't matter who they have. Somebody comes in here, they have our respect. Everyone, the yeah. everyone gets a fair swing at it. Hundred yeah. percent. You come in here, you take a seat there, and listen. If there's things that we disagree with that you do, we lash the question. We're not in here to go. You don't bully anybody. You know, you no. no. genuinely don't. We don't. And but now you don't. We had people change us. But why didn't you do this when this person said this? Well, like because who are we to bring somebody in here yeah. and go? Who the fuck are you to do this and whatever and whatever? We're not like that. You're setting someone up. If you do that to people, no one's going to come on to this. No, exactly. you're setting them up with that. Exactly. We're not, we're not telling you now, you're, 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 you're ringing up people with a false sense of security. Exactly. You're bringing them in and they're like a lamb coming into the slaughter. Yeah. You two years might as well be sitting there with noises yeah. that's sitting there and going, yeah. right. Do you know what I mean? You don't, you do what you do. You say, you just put a couple of things to them that you don't, that you don't agree with and a lot of other people don't agree with and you let them have that say. And it's not very often either. No. Most people that are in here, it's like, they're in here for a reason because we love what they're doing or because we're excited we're interested. or whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah. Come here, it's just a paper. And as I always say, look, at papers don't refuse ink. And I said this the last time, bad news sells. Mm. You see a bad headline on the Sunday world, you're picking it up like, I don't mm. buy it, personally, but I'm saying, you, you just pick it up. Yeah. No one wants to hear good news. Good news doesn't sell. They want to hear about catastrophes and they want to hear about murder. They want to hear about the way the economy is and how... Diesel prices are going through the bleeding roof and this, that, and other. It's all that, the negative stuff. Mm. So I find that if you don't pick up the paper and you don't really listen to the news, we have enough stuff going on in my own head without listening to all the other shit that's going on. Mm. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, so, 
You know, get on, get up and get on with it, innit? And that's, it's just, it's mad when you think back, you know what I mean, Terrence? Because it's one of these things where we're from, like, you're supposed to hate people like that. And then, if you would have told me in January, you're going to sit down, you're going to actually have a conversation with that person. I would have said, yeah, what are you smoking? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then not even that. That's like, a 50 bag of that, girl. Like, Lim Rowan, <laughs> basically, Lim Rowan mentioned us in the in the Senate, or the Senate, wherever it's playing called. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And there's other stuff we done, and I was like, what? Like, that's mad. Well, I was, in, I was in the doll today. Like, we have a job in the doll. Like, and I was walking around the doll, and I was actually thinking to myself, you know, to be in kind of places that, <laughs> that I shouldn't be in, that my head tells me yeah. I shouldn't be in. Do you know what I mean? And I've been with people in the past that my head will tell me as well from that street mentality and that bleeding be. thing yeah. like that. You shouldn't be here. You're not good enough to be here. You're only a tow rag. You're only a bleeding ex-drug addict. You're a scumbag. Do you know what I mean? All the negative, 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 negative. And I just turn around going, why, why shouldn't I be here? Yeah, exactly. I'm as good yeah. as anybody else. So I, I, I'm a, an upstanding member of society at the moment. I pay me taxes. I do whatever I need to do to get by. I'm not a bad person, like. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, so you need to stop listening to yourself sometimes and bring out the positive in it. I mean, we're all where we're meant to be in life, like. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I think what you give out to people, if you give out goodness to people, people will give you goodness back. Do you know what I mean? I mean you'll always meet a bleeding asshole every now and again mm-hmm. that'll have something to say about, oh, yeah, you should have. You know, comments I'm sure it is get from people and you're going to go, See, you'll hone in on the one negative comic comment than you will on the hundred good ones. Yeah. Well, it's like if I'm doing a gig, yeah. right? If I'm doing a gig in a room and there's 300 people there and 299 of them are laughing and there's one fella just sitting there like that, right? I would be more conscious of him yeah. <laughs> than the 299 that's having a bit of a laugh. Yeah. yeah. Maybe he just doesn't like, he doesn't like the comedy I'm doing. That's all right. Yeah. He's probably into dark, mad stuff or something leading else. Yeah. Fine. And he's probably into musical comedy or whatever it might be. So you just let people but That's people. what I reckon would be the biggest thing for us would have been the personal growth from yeah. teaching that where at the start I'd have been like, look at that cunt that's saying that, look what, I didn't think that and whatever and now I'm sort of like, all right, Grant, he has his opinion. Yeah. We move on. Live and let live. Yeah. But live you know your what? life and let everyone yeah. else live theirs. Yeah. Do you know what's hard with that with that is because I think a lot of people when we did sign to go loud it did expose us to a wider audience and a lot of people are texting us as if like you won't see us on the street. You know, like that, as if I'm not ordinary people. So I'm like, who the fuck is this cunt saying that? Like, I'd, I'd walk past him on the street and he wouldn't say that to me, you know what I mean? Because there's a good chance I will walk past him on the street. Because yeah. still, I'm still walking around these streets, I'm still living the same life. Or just because I have a podcast that's exposed to thousands of people a week. Lads, you'll, never lose, you'll never lose the run of yourselves. No, never. I, I, I know that. Never. I mean, I've, I've, you know, fame and fortune can change an awful lot of people, but I think when you come from... When, where we come from, you just kind of, you're, you're, you're grounded, like, do you know what I mean? Like, you, yeah. you just, it's, it's, it's in you. I mean, you can't forget where you came from. Look, I can't. No. Definitely. Mm. Like, I am who I am. Like, we'd all love a few bob and whatever. You're kind of looking at the Euro millions going 19 million, like, but the bleeding streetwise fella and me will go, yeah, if I won that, what I'd do is I'd say nothing to no one. Yeah. And then when it's won in a couple of weeks, time for a million and a half, I'd say that was me. Do you know what I mean? I put, other, <laughs> See, put in the other 17 and a half under the mattress, like. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Come here, it's, all, it's, it's only money. It always, you know, people always say, what would you do? What would you do with 19 million, Calvin? I genuinely will, uh, I couldn't tell you. I, I always think about, no, I don't always, but you know when people say this, I think about it a lot and I say, it overwhelmed me that much, I'd probably live my life normal for a couple of weeks until I actually got my head around it. 
Do you know what I mean? Like I'd still go to work, I'd still do the podcast, and I'd be like, "Oh, I have ninety million in my bank. What do you do?" I'm telling the jury of you with you. He'd be like Beetlejuice after about two weeks running around Manor Street, black and white suit on, sponsored by Sasso Murray. I don't know. It's just a mad one, where that like just where we came from. You know what I mean? The stuff I'm talking about, the the reach we've had. The message you got all people, people coming up to us and all last night and the stuff they were saying, it's just mad, mate. Because like, I still, and I, with no disrespect to Terrence, I don't think we're doing nothing special. You know what I mean? But here we are sitting here talking. Well, I tell you, I met a fella, I don't know whether he told you this, I, I, I probably told one of you, I met a fella down swimming in uh, Port Marnock there a couple of months ago and he heard the podcast with me on it. He said to me, it's mad that I'm meeting you down here this mm. morning. He says, he says, the only reason I'm down here swimming is because of you. He says, that's and, and and come here, see just that. If mm. that's all I got out of a whole lot of this, that's mm. enough for me. That, though, he says, the only yeah. reason I'm here, he says, swimming in the sea, he says, because I heard you on the Talking Bollocks podcast, he says, and I'm really delighted to meet you. And I took his number and I, I gave me a number, he's a real kind of, are you sure it's all? I says, yeah. I says, where are yeah. you? And he was actually living in Swords. I says, I live in Swords as well. Yeah. So if you ever want to get a cup of coffee or anything like that, give me a shout. And he was like, you were just kind of blown away, you know, and I just yeah. kind of, I felt, isn't it great to give a little bit back? We all like taking. We all like going, gimme, gimme. I just find there's an awful lot more in giving a little bit back to bleeding somebody. Do you know what I mean? Look for nothing in return, like. Mm. I was just glad that day that he kind of says, you know, we're listening, he's a bleeding dry robe on him. He says, I come down here now every few days. He says, I'm going in the water. He says, I can understand what you're talking about. He says, about bleeding, getting out of your head and all that. He said, because I supper kind of with my head a little bit. So it was just great, yeah. Mm-hmm. Stuff. Well, that's unbelievable. And see, it's stuff like that, yeah, and it makes you think, like, what's going to happen in the next year? The next 52 episodes, what are we going to do? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, the impact you have. Like, remember, like, we were on Bleeding RTE and all the time. We were in RTE studios. Yeah. We were on the telly. There's newspaper articles getting written yeah. about us and all. It's madness. Like, yeah. Jack Bourne's episode last week, someone wrote an article about that episode. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I'm like, this is mad. Who's listening to this? It's crazy. Like the, first, the first episode at Hill, we were like... The inner city is listening. Air mates and family. And then yeah. it's, it's Dublin is starting to listen. See, it's a broader audience. And the people... Now it's Ireland, the whole of Ireland. Mm. And then it's 56 o- countries. abroad, yeah. Like a, a bloke texted me there last week and he's like, how's it going? Big fan of the podcast. I'm from Texas. Please don't hate me. I'm whatever. Yeah. From Texas? Yeah. You're off the phone. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're off. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, what the yeah. fuck? It's like, madness. You know like, it, like at first because even I used to I used to because we used to do a lot of interviews now and we did an interview with the ball and I find when I look back on them now I'm like yeah so like the inner city and the inner city because I felt like that's all that was listening we were oblivious yeah. to how wide of an audience it was yeah but you see the thing about it as well especially with classes like you know like we're from working class and me and middle class people listening to this kind of would go now they're actually not that bad, like, mm. because what they'd be brought up with listening to, probably from their parents or generations before them, don't go into the inner city, or this, that, that, and whatever. And but then that's they a listen to this podcast. The media yeah, but stuff. that's what I'm saying. But they listen to the podcast and they go, do you know what? They're actually just like us with different accents. Like, mm. That's that's the exactly, truth. Yeah, yeah. Right, we forgot to do the quiz last week with Jack Bourne. <laughs> yeah, so check that episode out. But uh, this week we've two or three questions, have we? Three questions, yeah? Don't yeah. know why it's Same three. as you've seen the answer to the force on Terence. Yeah. I have rewritten the force on myself. We'll add oh, down your we favour, right? And just keep the pages closed. Just look that way. Okay, okay. So the force right. question is, which is my question, yeah? Right, so I'll answer first, Calvin answer second, and it's rounder off, is it? 
Yeah, fair enough. I'll go with that. Right, go for it. Your podcast, you make yeah. it Yeah, right, let's go. rock. Right, so the first question is, Terence, who invented the American Navy? Oh, so, sorry, who founded the American Navy? Why did you do that? Do you know it? Because he told us his story on his his episode. He told us his story. And I know. How do I know it? You don't know it. That man from Wexford. Yeah. What's his name? What's his name? Bastard. I know it. What's it? Yeah. What's his name? There's yeah. a statue of him in Wexford. not yet. Uh, <laughs> William B. Joyce. No. William B. Wallace. Get off the stage. Hey, he's got, couldn't he give you a better question, lads? I know, I'm fuming. I remember that. Ernest. His second name is Ernest. No. His name's none of them lads. Carl right. McJoyce. <laughs> Buzzy Martin. No. So none of you know that? No. no. His name is John Barry. <sighs> Filming. We should have known it. Well, you should have. Right. So your second question is, in what year did Dublin celebrate its millennium? Right. Millennium. Come on, how are we getting on with that word there? Millennium. Millennium. My mate thought it was Milani one. He was just going around punching the head off, folks. <laughs> I thought it was Milani one, yeah. <laughs> oh, well, now you're a scumbag. What do you call the Dublin fella that likes breaking up fights? Hello. Oh, leave him alone. <laughs> I don't know what. So, in what, what year did Dublin celebrate? Celebrate its millennium. I don't know what that means. Like, if it's a year anniversary, is a millennium. Right, yeah. I'm going to guess uh, 2018. Um, what way is this going to work? Who gets closest to it? Is that your, is that your answer? Yeah, I'm going to go 2018. Okay, it's celebrated be... a thousand years, a big celebration. So, do you remember that in 2018? No. Well, then the chances are it wasn't that year, Terence. 93. You with me? 93. We're going to give you one more guest, Helen, because you know, right? Right, I'm going to go 1974. You're near. It was actually 1988. Yes, beautiful. Lovely. They done the milk bottles and all that at the time. Uh, Premier Dairies. Yeah. Um, that's too hard for me. It's not too hard, Bro, you literally had to pick a year. Yeah, but I could be 18 something. Right. 17 something. So here we are. Last question. Right. right. So you, you're one up so far. Yeah, so that's 3-2. I think it's too old now. No, it was too old last week. I got a back member with the with Pluto and T. Ah, you're back. I got a back. It was too old. I'm three two up now. Yeah. So last question. So you have a chance to go four two up here. How many postcodes are there in Dublin, Terence? All of Dublin. Yeah. So you know the north side is uneven. The south side is even. Yeah. I'm gonna go twenty eight. Right. Oh! Hang on. I had to give it no, a no, no. I, Hang on. There's 1 to 24. Right, so that's 24. Then there's D6W, so that'd be 25. And then County Dublin is a postcode, so that's 26. 26. What are you saying? 28. The correct answer is... 22. What? Like, man, I'm going to throw in a Stewart's oh, inquiry no, on hang that. Hang on. No, there is, because there's no, like, Dublin 22 or something like that. Is there no Dublin oh, 24? There's no Dublin 23. There's a Dublin 24. Yeah. No, and there's no, I'm telling you now, like, 21 or 23 is missing. Get this, get a Stewart's inquiry up there, yeah. Oh, and you want to Google bang that there, yeah, mate? Yeah, yeah, Check him for the offside yeah. flag there. Come here. I'll give you a nice little fact anyways. 
Paddy so Fairman. What, what does that mean? We're both wrong. No, I got closer though. Come here, right? Bally Fairman yeah. is Dublin 10, and it's the only area in Dublin that doesn't share a postcode with any other and area. Every no, person, person, no one in shares with anybody, so <laughs> I wouldn't expect that. Every rest. person from Bally Fairman was at that party last night, because all I kept the, hearing was, I'm Bally from Bally yeah, Bally Bally Every is. person from Bally Fairman has a horse. Yeah, I had to say that fact about 14 times last night. Remember, I was outside telling legends, everyone. Bro. I wish they all could be Ballyfermer girls. <laughs> Here we are. Right. Here we are. Hang on. He's going to explain this. I explained that. So. Northside only goes up to D17. And then the south side goes to D24 and has D6W. So I was right with the W part. I thought I tried to catch us out. Hang on. How is that a Dublin 24 and there's not a Dublin 19? That's mad, boys. Who, who invented all that Well, maybe shit? because there's not a Dublin 19 or a Dublin 23 is why there's only 22. No, well, definitely what, what is, yeah, boy. Why do you need postcodes? To say so where people... your mail goes, the Terrence. Yeah, but you just say your address now. Why, why but it's all air codes now, really, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, but why, why? Yeah, well, yeah. And air, every air code is for your letterbox. It's not for the building. Or in England, generally, uh, the postcode is for the street. So yeah. you you and your neighbour could have the same postcode. Every air code is unique in Ireland. It's a pair of letterbox. See, that makes more sense, yeah? Yeah. yeah. Now, see that? That's I the one thing that. we actually got right in this country. So, yeah. now, there we are. Are we wrapping her up? Or will we so be able to let Capella? So, I'm down going to oh, You want to get in bet round, bro. Right. You need to look up the general knowledge to win this one for the Christmas, Terence. That's what you need to do. Bro, I, I think there should, you know what I think there should be, right? I think there should be a forfeit for the loser. There is. We, we said that the, the other one can pick, remember? The first of five can pick for the other one. What? What, you don't want those? Is that microphone now still on? Is this the last episode of the year? Isn't it? Bollocks. We do one every week. the last episode of the year, whoever loses goes in and does it and dresses up in drag. I do that. But (laughs) speaking of drag, do you know that my cousin won RuPaul's Drag Race? Did he? Yeah. Honest to God, you you fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) Wait the whole episode to do that. He actually did. His stage name is uh, Christelle Versace. Have a look. Really? Yeah. I swear to God, he won it outright. He's got about 170, 180,000 followers now on Instagram. I'm afraid to. I'm not, I'm not. Well, I'll tell you who exactly he is. He's yeah. my first cousin's young fella. He's the youngest to ever win it as well, 19 years of age. <clears throat> I come out, what did he win for? He won a nice prize of going to America and doing a show or something like that, doing a series or something. Yeah. He doesn't want, he doesn't want the air prize. He just wants the kind of prestige of winning that and he's flat it's a, out It's a big deal, that yoke, isn't it? That real part oh, you want, you want Doesn't to, he do like a road show, isn't you it? You want to have a look at him. You want to see him perform and he's unbelievable. Your man, real Paul, said he was actually born to be a drag queen. That's what he said. Mm. He's a, and he's a, he's, a, he's a lovely young player. Mm. Well, play. there we are now. Fair play. What's his name? Christel Versace. Christel Versace. K-R-Y-S-T-A-L. Crystal Versace, yeah. Christel Versace. Yeah. Christel Versace. Shell out the year. Big elk, big up, Christel Versace. Yeah. It's in the family. Yeah, now there you go. <laughs> Roy, what we do here? We wrap this one up. Wrap her up. That's the one year anniversary episode of all over show by hangover. Moi, moi, yeah. I tell you I got me a prosthetic leg for Christmas. <laughs> no. I tell you, it's not a real present, it's just a stocking filler. We hate his guts. Get him off. Roy. <laughs> <laughs> Wrap it up, Johnny, will you? Oh, right, uh, yeah, take us out there, Johnny. Boom! Subscribe to this podcast for free on the Go Loud app. What you waiting for? Put your back in it. Just a little more. Go
Step Naka.